All right, buddy. Let's do this. Hands in the middle. Hands in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> one more cup of coffee on three. <laughs> Indeed. All right, let's do it. It is that time. Hello and welcome to U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live. Today, our guests are USA Eagles Rachel Johnson and Mata Hingano. We'll be, we'll be joining us, actually, from Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, so stay tuned for that in a little bit. I'm going to keep this open short today. we got a lot to discuss, so let's get right into the show. I am Bill Baker of Eagles Overseas, and my co-host is of Rugby Morning. His name is John Fitzpatrick. Hey, Fitzy. Good morning. Hey, Bill. What's new, man? Uh, what happened yesterday? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? Nothing. There was nothing in the news. <laughs> Slow day for news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of a whole uh, day. Yeah, you know, actually, quick quick note to our, um, our, our listeners. Um, if you are tuning in right now to hear uh, Fitzy's and my beer review this week. Uh, sorry to disappoint, but it's way too early in the day for us. It's barely 11 a.m. beyond the East Coast. I know, I know, I know. It, it, some people say it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Actually, I think it's 5 o'clock where our guests are, so <laughs> it could be working out for them. But we'll probably record that later, so if you're listening for that, um, tune in later for that as well. So I got a little surprise for you, Fitzy. I got a little something for you. We, Our crack team of interns has been using AI technology to produce... Ooh a new show music open jingle all right i like it it's a work in progress i got two versions you want to hear it (laughs) yes of course i do all right here we go ready yeah that's right right i was not i was not ready for that <laughs> that's that's a hit already. I feel like we'll be in the top fifty of some chart. <laughs> anyway, I got one more for you. Ready? Did I lose you, Fitzy? Did, did you did you run off in excitement? <laughs> no, no, I'm here. Okay, here we go. One more. Yo, it's time for U.S. Rugby Happy or Life. The biggest names in the game, we got them on our side. Bill Baker and John Fitzpatrick, they run the show. Let's get this thing going. We're ready to go. All right, there you go. <laughs> um, how did he? How did he pronounce my last name? Uh, it was it was rushed, I think. Um, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> anyway, we'll work on that, and we'll maybe come back to the crack team of interns to uh, maybe work on the, the jingle a little bit. But I think we got a winner in that first one at least. Okay, so uh, big news. You said yesterday this big news came out: World Rugby Competition. Uh, a lot of people are not happy with this, mostly for the men's comps. Um, yeah. A little news, you know, the women's side was kind of hidden in their press release, which is common, of course. <laughs> but what are the, what's the impression you're getting online? Yeah, I think um, I think it's funny because on, on Twitter, a lot of people are panning it. Yet you go on Facebook and hit, you hear a lot of people who are very supportive. And again, this is mm. the, talking specifically about the, the rebranded Pacific Nations Cup and then also the Nations Championship. I think a lot of people do not like the Nations Championship. Um, for a variety of reasons, right. whereas I think there's some some folks, some fans who are supportive of the Pacific Nations Cup simply because at least it's consistent games on the calendar that they can plan around and can sell around. So, but <laughs> from the most part, it's, <laughs> it's um, you know it's it, it's it's criticism of what World Rugby has done in the ring fencing and, yeah. and the seemingly the overlooking tier two nations. So. 
yeah, it's it's been fun reading through all of the threads and hearing everyone's very strong opinions. In it. Yeah, and I, I, there are some, I thought I've been thinking more and more about it. I think going back to our interview with Dan Lyle a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and one of the things he really pushed to build sponsorship and broadcast package that kind of thing is an annual consistent schedule. And I guess this does it, right? You know, whether it's just tier two nations or tier one involved, whatever else, that this does give consistency to the schedule, doesn't not? Yeah, and and and. I mean, the other point is, and I, I like the America's Rugby Championship, right? I like yeah, I see, the idea yeah. of growing something here in our region of the, you know, of the world. But if you ask the men's Eagles in the player pool, if you ask them, hey, would you rather play Uruguay, Chile, and Brazil, or would you rather play Fiji, Japan, maybe only for two years, but Samoa and Tonga? I'm willing to bet they'd ra- say they'd rather play Fiji, Japan, Samoa, and Tonga. Yeah. And that might not be a popular opinion, but... Um, you know, if you want to get better, you got to play better competition. I feel like. Oh, hundred percent. But yeah, and that's the same thing with the women's program as well. And then we'll be talking to our two yeah. guests today about that as well. Um, WXV, exactly. all that fun stuff. But I'm excited for the for the both programs, more matches. Um, you yeah. know, uh, we're, we're going to get more into this, Bitsy. Next week, we're really doing our best to really do a whole show on this, um, lining up some big guests for that. So. Um, we're going to start taking more and more notes for the next seven days, and uh, we'll come up with some great questions for our guests. But, uh, you know, with that said, I think we should just jump right into it. Our two guests are definitely waiting, and they probably have some team functions they need to get to once they're done with us. So joining us, like I said earlier, all the way from Cape Town, Th- South Africa, let's all please welcome Rachel Johnson and Mata Hingano. Hey, you two. Hi. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're doing good. Um, yeah, we've been training this week to prep for Italy, and we had a little meeting stuff this morning but had an off day this afternoon so it's been good to recover and refresh oh good it looks like you're having a little fun down there at least nice safari recently oh yeah we got to go um out about like an hour and a half away from cape town and got to see some animals um yeah really cool to see some giraffes zebras it was a really neat experience lions Lions. did anyone jump out of the truck out of the car and try to chase down a lion or something i mean (laughs) almost definitely (laughs) (laughs) nice tackle open field tackle come on we can do it (laughs) nice that was that was on the yeah all right so let's jump into it uh matt and i apologize fitzy will will let you know i'm really bad with names did i pronounce your name properly oh that was perfect All right. And I'm really bad with names. All right, that's too. the end of the show. That's the end of the show. Thank you. For, no. <laughs> hey, we're done. <laughs> all right, Matt. Let's, first of all, congrats on earning your first 15s cap against Samoa. And top it off, player of the match honors. I mean, how do you top that? <laughs> right. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what came over me, but I was honestly just really excited. <laughs> I think it was the anxiety, too. <laughs> Do you do you, do you remember the eighty minutes? Do you remember the time you were out there? <laughs> oh my gosh, was it eighty minutes? Was it? She was just that was crazy. <laughs> well, you know, we saw you, you missed out on debuting against Wales. Uh, can you talk about that at all? You know, what kept you out of that match? And also, was it enough? Where you were worried you wouldn't be down in South Africa. No, yeah, um, I had so that. Um, training week leading up to that match, um, I had like kind of had a mild accident happened to my neck in the contact mm. drill, um, and this was like hence of me coming back from you know my rehab surgery post uh, herniated disc um, and everything. So, um, but that happened Tuesday, and I was still able to just finish practice and training and it felt fine. But like leading up to Thursday, we're in the gym Mm -hmm. and I was trying to do chin-ups. And after my second set, 
um, I just like had this huge flare up in my neck and I like lost range of motion and everything started to like go downhill from that. So they're like what Friday they um, had asked me like my final decision. I was like, oh, yeah, no way I can I can't play this game for sure. And so they're like, okay, well, they didn't really know what was going on. So we they scheduled um, an MRI after that match. Hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I just kind of like just thinking about missing the that match i honestly wasn't too worried about it because at this point like i was just trying to put myself first um and so i kind of was like i had this whole planned out too like okay when i get my mri scan um whatever the result is if it's bad news i'm definitely gonna go home and try to go back to my support system that you know the people that brought me back Mm -hmm. out here um go to them and but if it was good news then um i would definitely like push to continue to play yeah and well done rachel you down with the wxv two matches in you know can you talk about the team's performances thus far not the wins or losses but just overall performance you know you played in two very physical matches yeah definitely i think physicality is a big thing for us um i think coming into this group um we'll probably get into this later on just like with changes in coaching staff and everything like that i've always believed a lot in this group but i just think we need a little bit of of clarity in our game plan so i think it's been um, super encouraging to see some of our attack and set piece structure coming together as a group. Um, I think like the next bits are just about getting those connection and confidence pieces. Um, but I think we've had um, some more successful set piece than we've had in the past. So that's been awesome to see the work the forwards have been putting in and then just more, more cohesiveness. And I think just being on the same page of what we're trying to get into in our attack structures. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel, looking forward to looking towards this weekend, a uh, almost like a grudge match maybe against Italy. They're they're atop of the standings on the WXV two. Um, they've won both their matches, but this is a team you've played before, right? Rugby World Cup um, just last year, a really close, tight match there. I guess kind of what are how is the team preparing specifically for Italy, and is there maybe some unfinished business from from potentially the last time you guys played each other? Yeah, no, definitely. That came up in our team meeting actually yesterday. You know, we can talk about the the technical and tactical bits, but there's definitely an emotional piece to that. Um, mm-hmm. Italy's a good side. Um, they, I think, sometimes are a little bit underappreciated in the news, but they're a good side and they are contracted and they've been training together um, and they play creative, fun rugby. Um, but I think, yeah, that loss at the World Cup was tough. And I think uh the players that were there for that are definitely still holding on to that. And then I think the new players in the group can feel that from us and the intent and energy this week has been super focused. And I think probably because of that. Yeah. You, you brought up a real good word there contracted. Those players are certainly contracted, which is, which is awesome, which is great to see for the growth of the game for Italy. What do they do so well? Yeah, I think they play a really uh, game that's focused on continuity. Um, they keep the ball alive really well. Um, they have um, some, nice skills and a good kicking game but I think what is threatening about Italy is they just want to play they'll play out of their 22 they'll play out of their 10 meter line um so just defensively this week we've been putting a lot of pressure in that and our connection pieces because we know that more likely than not they're not going to kick us the ball back and they're going to want to play with ball in hand so we need to make sure they regret that decision (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh Matt look looking back at last week's match against Scotland just want to compare that maybe to the Samoa match before. What was different? You know, obviously, other than the score, you know, what did Scotland do that Samoa couldn't, or or what did you feel like 
the your your squad wasn't able to do that resulted in in the outcome against Scotland. I feel like their defense was well connected, especially coming from like the inside defense was well connected. Um, their scrum piece, yeah, I feel like they're really structured in their attack and their defense, and they had like great finishers on the edge too. They had a really good like threat in their back threes. Not that I'm saying Samoa did it because they also did too. Uh, and with that said, if you're live here on this app, you can come up here and ask a question as well. And uh, we do have someone up here. Hello. For the Eagles um, overseas, I, I just had a question. Um, and may I also take this time to say um, I wanted to congratulate the U.S. women's rugby on what they're doing. I think it's really phenomenal. I'm a podcaster from the U.K. I was going to ask, what's your thoughts on the new world rugby plans uh, for the the new series that's going to happen with the tier one nations and the tier two nations being kept separately? I believe you touched on it just briefly, but how do you think this will impact both men's and women's U.S. rugby? negatively or positively uh yeah we did briefly talk about it at the beginning we're definitely going to have a bigger show about it next week but uh it's a good question fissy you want to touch on that for a minute i think uh, it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of changes um one i think just more consistent uh matches on the calendar i think some folks may be unhappy that you know quote unquote tier two nations you know talking about uruguay and chile the south american nations uh, weren't grouped into that pacific nations cup but it sounded like they opted out because there was some reg nine um issues there i think on the women's side it was buried in the news a little yeah. bit, but and maybe Rachel and, and Maddie can, can clarify some of that for us too, but it sounds like the um, international release windows have been cleared up so there's not a conflict between domestic and interna- international competitions, which I think is uh, which is great to see. And look, there's it's we're going to be talking about this a lot <laughs> over yeah. the next, what, four, five, six years that uh, I think we're only at the beginning of all of this, but uh, you know we're excited yeah. to see you know what will come and look it's not a perfect plan but it's it is a plan yeah i i completely agree i i believe when you look at the america in terms of the athletes that your country produces they're honestly the best in the world and i believe that if you guys were able to maybe get you know more consistent games against the tier one nation the new zealand the south africa's that would really go a long way in terms of you know bolstering not only the support at home but then i think that that match experience that's really really vital i think to to you know uh, maybe even go and win a world cup in a few years time you know that that's crucial yeah 100 percent. yeah i appreciate that question um listen we're, we're definitely going to do a whole show on this next week and it, it's uh, timely we may even do it later this week but um we'd love to have you come back man and, and check in with us and be a part of it so when you see those notifications, um, yeah, join us. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. This show's thank you so much. Yeah, thank thanks for tuning much. in, Rachel. Uh, specifically, Rachel, because you've been with the program longer. Just to touch on what he was saying, uh, have you been following this news? Have you been paying attention to maybe the the women's aspect of this announcement from World Rugby? What this means to the women's program? Yeah, um, I think I think the main thing I want to say, and you touched on this a little bit in your intro. I think consistent scheduling. Um, is I mean, I can only really speak to the women's yeah. game, but it's good for the women's game, and especially for USA Rugby. We need consistent games, and I think that there'll always be back chat and whatnot to something that's new. New things are, are different, so people are going to have their opinions about it, but it takes a little while to get into the flow of things, and I think what's nice for planning is it doesn't just help with navigating our own schedules whether that's with club based in the u.s or in the uk um helps with those sort of windows but it just helps preparedness and it gives you as an athlete like an idea of what's up ahead Mm -hmm. um 
And I also think that regardless of who you're playing, we need consistent games throughout the year. Um, and we need time together. And I think when the schedule is constantly changing, um, none of us are professional. We all, whether we do, you know, remote work right. or work in person, the more games we have, the more time you're going to need off of stuff. And so the more planning you can do ahead of time will just make everyone a little bit more prepared and allow us to at least act more high performance in a non-professional state. Yeah, well said. Uh, and, and and thinking about you know, looking at, say, world rankings, um, generally speaking for this team, uh, is that important for the team or are you just more concerned with, you know, improving as a team or if that means even if that means climbing the ranks even better? Yeah, I mean, we're competitors. And so ranking always matters at the end of the day, but it's not the forefront for mm-hmm. me. I'm definitely performance based, but the rankings is not the front of my attention. I believe in this team and I think given the right structure, we can perform really well and we can win games. And so I want to see us with consistent coaching, consistent game plan, and then I will be a little bit more harsh in my judgment of our performance, but I'm much more in a performance base than I want us to win games more so than climb rankings. But those things are connected, but not exactly the same thing. Uh, Yeah, it does. And and Matt, uh, you know, let's talk about your Eagles teammates for a moment. I mean, no pressure. Rachel's right next to you. But are there are are there any (laughs) are there any teammates that you can point out? You you mentioned about support system a, a moment ago. Any teammates that you can maybe point to who have maybe acted kind of like mentors to you or just have really been important for you to help you along the way? Yeah, um, definitely our very own captain, Kate Zachary. Mm. Um, as my 13, she's definitely helped me coming from like a sevens background majority of the time into like a 15s experience. Like she's helped me understand my role more and understand like just to like understand what the plays and everything that happens on the um, on the field and like what's what's accurate of like game plan wise um of like tools Mm -hmm. to use and so she's definitely helped me a lot of just like under because i'm just a just tell me is it tell me in a way of just explaining it simply and she 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 does just Mm. that so yeah kate zachary who else do you think of i just feel like the rest i can't really point out like but just mainly her her energy and just her presence on the field gets me going <laughs> i feel like bill set you up for that question but no that was great um, too easy too easy yeah thank you um, <laughs> well, well well matt so you are you know you're familiar with with a number of the players right on the squad from you know playing with them as you were coming up right one name that comes to mind e2 you you play et you played with her at the 2018 u20 try nations cup that's that's hard to say but did it help to see a lot of familiar faces when you joined the women's eagles camp oh most definitely a lot of them i've played against um growing up especially etty like she growing up um throughout my high school she's from sacramento amazons and i'm i played with danville oaks and so she was part of our pool for like competitions and oh my gosh i like dreaded having to go (laughs) against her but like she's definitely helped out like um being able to like play against her and play with her throughout like all American camps and high school camps. Like it's, that's definitely helped. Another name, um, Emily Henrich. Um, I played with her majority of all my high school, um, rugby journeys and who can I also think of that's, you know, my age. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, just a lot. 
Gabby Contorna, like we've definitely like come a long way with a lot of these high performance camps. Um, and so I think that's what's definitely helped me have that connection already with these girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Rachel, kind of to flip that question back to you, kind of just looking at the, the younger players on this roster, uh, a few yourself included headed over to the women's premiership rugby after this tour. How do you feel about the future of the team? Yeah, I think there are hopefully big changes ahead um, with how homegrown rugby um, is run, whether that's in the age grade or in the domestic league um, or in our university programs. Um, I think the more we can move through some sort of like cohesive pattern with that, that's going to be great. Um, But it's really awesome to see some of the raw talent that's coming up through the youth. Um, Obviously Frida has been a threat since she's first come up on the scene. Um, But some other players like Mona is even newer to rugby, but has really taken to it and has some, yeah, is a powerful player. Um, And so I just hope that we can continue to support those players as they develop in the U S whether that's in the university or the club scene. Yeah. And, and, and staying on the topic of the team, I mean, there's there's been um, a lot of turnover maybe or, or change, right? Three head coaches of late, possibly maybe a, a forthcoming, I don't know, you know, whatever happens with, um, with Milton if he stays on full term. But how does the team, how has the team handled really the, maybe the constant changes, I guess, over the last few years? And not even talking about, you know, COVID, you know, wrecking two of those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be lying to say if it wasn't hard. Um, yeah. But um, just to be completely blunt, um, <laughs> I think what I've said this a little bit, so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but um, I think we have like a lot of raw talent. I think we have um, a varying degree of technical and tactical experience, um, but we really need a cohesive DNA that brings us together. And I think some of that can be brought by the players and the way that we want to play. But having a consistent coaching staff um, is a big part of that just because there's there's no right way to play rugby. Um, there's lots of different philosophies that different people bring to the game. And I think when you're constantly having turnover in some of those leadership roles, you're you know having to adapt and figure out how do you bring your personal style into the team style. Um, but on that note... I think as a playing group, although we've had our ups and downs, I've always thoroughly enjoyed my teammates um, on USA Rugby. And I think through the hard times um, and difficult times that we've had um, through different barriers, it's been my teammates that have kept me coming back um, and like a belief in what this team can do together, even if those that personnel changes a little bit. Um, And I don't know how Mata feels about that, but I've always really, really enjoyed the the off-field times together that we get to have. And I just want to, we always talk about like how good culture leads to good performances. And I just really want to see that connection piece start to happen. As long as I have my one-on-one, one-on-one dates with, with Rachel, I'm all good. good. <laughs> uh, Rachel, uh, let's talk WPR for a moment here. Um, are you heading straight to Exeter after this weekend? Um, and also, you know, talk about your the Chiefs going into the season. Yeah, super excited to head back to England after this. Cape Town's been amazing. Um, and yeah, we will leave after the game and me and Gabby will both head back to Exeter. Um, mm-hmm. We have like a little bit of a, a deload week and then I think in three weekends times, then we'll head into our first um, Prem game. So that's exciting for the new season. Um, a little bit of change up in the squad, 
personnel is mm-hmm. always changing in the prem. Um, but so, yeah, I'm excited to see. Um, I also coach at Exeter University, so it's been really awesome. The, oh, cool. the, cup, the cup championship happens while we're away. Um, and so quite a few of our uni girls at Exeter have been coming into the chief squad during the the cup round. So that's been awesome to oh, have a look at their games and see their development. Um, yeah. And I think we have some change around with our staff. We got a new coaching member um, with some counterattack stuff. So I'm excited to see how those pieces come together when all the the people come back into chiefs together. Yeah, Rachel, you mentioned some personnel changes. One, of course, being your USA teammate Kate is now with Ealing, how, how, I mean, how big of a departure is that for Exeter? And is it just a next player up type of mentality? Yeah. I mean, Kate's a tremendous athlete. Um, and I know it was like a tough decision for her, but I think that it's important to remember that we're always like more than just rugby players. And there's sometimes lots of other aspects in people's lives that, um, impact the decisions of where it's, it's best for them to, to live and carry on life. So it's important that we support each other in those decisions. Um, and it'll be a definite change up to, to play against her instead of with her. But I think that'll be a, a fun thing that we'll both be excited for. <laughs> Matt, uh, what are your aspirations after WXB is over? Are you any chance you're moving overseas, back to sevens? You know, I'm going to throw more stuff at you. Future goals, 2024 Olympics, 25 World Cup. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah. Um, After this, I'll just go back to the sevens program and continue to train and help prepare for the gold medal for the Olympic team after this. You know, I was thinking back, uh, I was looking at some of your history, high school, you know, uh, multiple levels of All-American sides. I mean, on the very first All-American side, you 20 side. Um, and I don't want to say this and sound rude, or whatever, but it's been a number of years for you to get your your crack at the 15 senior cap or, or get to this level. Uh, was this always your goal, really, to, to senior side 15s? Nothing against sevens, obviously. Uh, very, very important, and I hope you keep doing that too. Um, but was this your outlook? And was it getting to the point, like, did you ever think, okay, this is getting discouraging and I'm never going to get my chance? No, right. Um, it's funny that you say it's like, it's not rude at all, because I kind of thought that like with all the camps and like mm-hmm. the tournaments I've been, I felt like I've always had my camp from the start. <laughs> so like, I felt like, oh, this is nothing new to me. I thought I already had it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but um, Yeah, no, I, it's yeah, just going along with what you said. Um, actually, what was your question? Again? <laughs> uh, did you think this moment would ever come? <laughs> <laughs> 15 yeah yeah um, I, I honestly didn't think uh i'd be back here with 15s to be honest i thought i'd just be with sevens and continue to help the team um and myself into going into the olympics so yeah this was just all when i heard when i heard that they wanted me to join into this tournament i was just really shocked because yeah. wow. i was just i was literally just coming back from a i was literally coming back from a rehab journey of with my neck and knee so well yeah well, welcome. I, I think you've proven you belong here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All After right, so... how many years? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now go home. No, I was kidding. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm done. Hang the boots. <laughs> All right, so, so Fitz is going to wrap it up with some really, really important questions, the kind of questions that can get you in a lot of trouble with your teammates. Go, Fitz. <laughs> we love those questions. We love those. All right, this is, this is a two-part question, and both can answer um, this as well. Okay, who... Is the funniest? Who's the funniest person on the team? And then who thinks they are the funniest person on the team? <laughs> <laughs> I think they both just spit on the phone. 
funniest person to me is I feel like the funniest person is Frida. Yeah. Mm. Frida's pretty funny. She makes a good meme, so you never want to be caught caught out because mm. she'll put that into picture form. <laughs> and I think not exactly the question, but I think Benny definitely makes people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes indirectly. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. Um, who is the best teammate to room with, and then who's the worst teammate to room with? Um, we get pretty lucky with our roommates because we normally get to do a little request thing. So my roommate's actually here right now. She's been listening to the interview. So, that's, <laughs> so would you say she's your worst? <laughs> yeah, you don't answer the question. Um, no, Bulo is an excellent roommate. We found our flow and vibe together. um good balance of of together time and then also you know solo together time (laughs) um (laughs) so yeah she's she's a great roommate for me i would say i want a roommate with bulo but (laughs) i actually love my roommate autumn Siplicky. shout out to slick (laughs) Siplick. so that that's so that's a good question who's got the best nickname on the team Ooh, who does have the best I'm trying to think nickname? of all the nicknames. There's, there's Slicks to play. <laughs> but who calls her that? Only I do. I mean, not to be talking about my own roommate, but she's really good at making her own nicknames up. One day, um, there's Hot. Bulo goes by a lot of stuff, B, but she just one day was just like, I think you guys should start calling me Baz. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick your own nickname. That can who does create that? their own nickname and make it really catch on, but but she's made it caught on. So props to her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there? Then um, you can answer this if you want if if you want to or not. But there are um, when I any team that I played on, we used to always make fun of how people said, some of the teammates said certain things because they either had you know they had a funny accent, they're from the you know, they're from the South or the Midwest. Who has got the best accent on the team? And let's hear an impression. Um, so one day on the bus, our teammate, Charlie, was asking people to stop <laughs> saying things. And she's from Chicago. And she says, stop like this. <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop! And then the whole back of the bus, you can just hear this like kind of like bird style call and response. Stop! Stop! <laughs> we um, love it, Charlie. <laughs> um, so that was a crowd favorite. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's fun. No, it sounds like you guys have a, a great culture there, and you can on, on light times, you know, have fun with each other. So that's that's cool to hear, Bill. That, that's it on my questions. Unless we got one more well, silly question. Uh, no, I just wanted you guys to let Bilal know uh, congrats on the Berkeley season. I know they came up a little short this year. She's probably pissed off about that, so I won't say any more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I get a middle finger there or something? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lightning for life. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, listen, you two, Rachel, uh, Matta, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. Uh, I guess one last question for you. What's on the docket tonight? Team events? Are you going to look for like a meat pie restaurant? I know that's more New Zealand thing, but <laughs> what's going on tonight? New Zealand thing. Uh, no, tonight is just about rest and recovering. We had a nice little movie night last night. Watched some Mamma Mia after training. Oh. Um, and tonight, yeah, just might go around to Mamma Mia too. Yeah, Mamma Mia too. <laughs> maybe a face mask. Um, but no, we wanna we wanna really prep for Italy. So it's kind of you know not super exciting stuff for your fans. But yeah, we're just doing prep work tonight. Maybe. 
little maybe Italian job a better film to put on something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll request that to the manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, good luck this weekend, and and good luck with after this weekend as well. Thank you so thank much. You and guys. also, the first jingle was way better than yes. the second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> well, you heard it there. I guess we're going with number one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think all right. So. Thank you so much. All right. Thank cheers. You. Thanks again. Uh, it's a good times, man. That's that's a really good time with those two. They, uh, um, I, I love their, you know, their their chatting. Well, not chattiness. Uh, you know, they're they're just they're relaxed with it and having a good time talking rugby, which is always what you wanted to show. Yeah, good stuff. Super, yeah, super appreciative that they're able to join us. You know, while they're in the middle of prepping for uh, a big match. And look, eleven a.m. I could get used to these eleven a.m. shows. Bill, I kind of like it. Yeah, um, I need to let my the company I work for know that I'm disappearing for a little time. But <laughs> this this is for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone tune in. Welcome to the show where the stars come to glow. US rugby yeah. in the house, ready to put on a show. Bill and John, the dynamic <laughs> duo, talking to the mic, bringing you the biggest name, shining bright like a light. Yep, there it is. Bill, All right. Did you did you write the lyrics? Did you? I did. did, did I did. I should have known. Many, many, many versions of it. <laughs> All right, buddy. That that was good. Uh, great talking, great interview today. If you missed it, uh, tune in for the podcast replay on your favorite podcast player uh, by Thursday, tomorrow. Uh, and then uh, stay tuned for future shows coming up. Also join newsletters. Uh, there is the Eagles Overseas newsletter. comes out twice a week. You can go to eaglesoverseas.com. And also the Rugby Morning newsletter, which comes out every morning with great information. And you can find that at, is it, is it rugbymorning.com now? You got it. Awesome. Check it out. Sign up. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you. Thank you.